Hi, everybody. This is Lou from Lou Reads the Internet for You, but you already knew that. This is going to be an informal episode of Lou Reads, a sort of a makeup episode because uh, I had an hour's worth of recording get lost last night, and then this morning I spilled coffee all over my keyboard and potentially my microphone and audio digital interface, so I'm not sure if any of those things are working. The keyboard is most certainly not working. So in the meantime, since it's going to be a while before I can actually record a new episode and put it up, uh, I'm offering you this, which is the audio of the live show that just happened two weeks ago. And this is just in case, one, you hate watching videos on YouTube, you'd rather just listen to this. I should have done this anyway, so that's what I'm doing. So, please won't you enjoy Lou Reed's live episode from April 5th, two days after my birthday, from the People's Improv Theater in New York. You'll hear special guest readers... Dynamo and Nate Starkey. Dynamo, who's the artist from Hipster Animals, Tumblr, and the artist who did all the Mad Men Yourself art, who has done lots of other great comedy. And Nate Starkey, who is an improv teacher and also a video maker of his own, who's also been helping me out with a lot of my videos. He does the reading and he's in the Feces Club video that's part of this, uh, which is actually kind of funny as just an audio piece. And you also may recognize Nate Starkey. Uh, if you saw the video, he is in the latest set of KY Intense commercials where he plays the husband who comes to the door doing role-playing as a pool man. And then his wife is like, we don't have a pool. He's like, I'll come in anyway. Very, very funny. So anyway, hopefully I'll get my computer back in working order and I'll be able to record a new episode, Toot Sweet, and have it up for you guys. It was I thought it was going to be an entertaining episode. Apparently my external hard drive disagreed with me and stopped recording and caused a whole crash and oh it's just been a wonderful month <laughs> anyway sit back relax and pretend that you were there with lou reads live all right guys we'll see you soon hello hi my name is and today i'm going to be reading the why well why not and today We'll be reading a collection of some of the best and worst things I've found on the internet. <laughs> so, first, let's talk about how we got here. Last time we were here, we discussed how I was born in Puerto Rico, and then in 19, no, 2009, I started the podcast. This year, we'll go in the middle and discover how I got into the internet. In fourth grade, I went to a friend's house, and his father was a professor at Columbia who had access to the mainframe via one of these. I used to go over and we'd always beg to get on so that we could play this, which is Star Trek. As you can tell by all the star date and amazing graphics. We would play lots of Star Trek for hours on end until his father needed to make a phone call and then we would have to log off. Um, then of course, I got a big 20 and I got a modem and I used to dial into a BBS. Uh, not this one. This is an adult PBS. I did not know about those things back then. But uh, this is literally the only text PBS photo I could find on the internet. Um, but, you know, it was basically I met weird kids in New York that I didn't know, and uh, they would always end up inviting me to go see the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, or uh, laser light shows, which I always declined. Um, so then, in 2009, I started a podcast. And how did I start the podcast? I basically uh, had joined somethingawful.com uh, in 2004, and in 2007 or eight or so, I got involved in Weekend Web, which is a which was a curated exploration into other websites 
that we would find the stupidest things that they had posted on their websites and then make fun of them on ours. And then um, uh, there was also a thing called Best of Weekend Web, which was an animated version of uh, Weekend Web with some great voiceovers. And I was jealous of that until there was a thread called like Let's Read the Internet. And it inspired me to join and I read this classic track, which was the first thing I posted, uh, is Lou Reed's. And it is this fantastic piece of audio from Craigslist in Tampa, which features like the worst southern gay man voice. I, I do. It's the only southern gay man. It's, this is it. Come in my wife's shoes, male for male, 39, Tampa. Anyone here with a shoe fetish who likes to jerk off and come in women's high heels? I love to do this too. Looking for other guys who would want to stroke a hot, sticky load into my wife's leather pumps and strappy sandals together with me. Or even swap for a pair from your wife or girlfriend. My wife is 39, blonde, size 9 shoes. Picks below. Cannot host but bring a nice variety from her closet and we'll send a picture of her wearing shoes later. <laughs> 18 episodes and 200,000 downloads later, here we are. So, to get into it, there are a lot of favorite topics on the website, but, you know, absurdity. But one of my favorite topics is magical nonsense. And <laughs> magical nonsense is always witches and people who believe in ghosts and things like that. But this, this uh, one of my favorite forums was Lucky Mojo Forum, which is a place for voodoo and conjure. And it's a store that has a forum as well, and they sell all sorts of spirit bags and, you know, Stuff doesn't make any sense. But um, uh, on the forum, people talk a lot about the spells they cast and those things. So uh, a lot of there's a lot of people being like, how do I make a spell? And so I found a really great thing. They, they use a lot of bodily fluids in their spells. So I found this great thread entitled Menstrual Blood Questions and Answers <laughs> by Mabel. And so Mabel asks, Hi, I remember reading an article before on LM site or written by Kat where one could entice and have the X returned by using menstrual blood. Is it true that this works and has anyone tried it before with good results? There is a possibility that I may be able to see my ex again and spend some time with him. However, he is adamant that we shouldn't be physically intimate. It is finding means where we will be around other people and wouldn't have a chance to be alone. I know he's trying to avoid that so he wouldn't end up losing his control and sleep with me, which is what happened last time. I know, I'd like to know, is there any spell I could do that will make him change his mind? And if I could use the menstruation blood to put in his drink, or something to change his mind, and have him come back to me. I am rather worried he would change his mind about spending time together with me. Is there any spell which I can do to make him keep his promise? So this is a classic time told story everyone wants to know. So, happily dysphoric rights. Hello, I've never used this spell myself, but I know someone who has. She is not a very nice person. But I'm sure you are, so I'll give you the number. She says this spell is hardcore in order for it to work. It's best that you use menstrual blood at least three times. I have seen her results, and the guy was and is still completely obsessed with her. The only problem is that she is no longer interested. Remember when I said she is not a very nice person? My biggest warning with this kind of thing is to make sure this is a guy you really want before trying this. You can also draw a honey jar spell to sweeten him to you, which makes no sense. Um, then turning steel, turn steel rights. Well, I'm a guy, and I can't tell you how I would do it, but a friend of mine did it, and it works wonders, apparently. Traditionally, you would give it to him in coffee to cover the taste. 
though I'm not sure how well it would work if he likes his coffee light and mixing it into marinara sauce. My friend baked it into muffins. Hell, because that's not the traditional way, right? And Turnstill adds again, well, if you can get a hold of some of his clothes, you could wash them and add different bath crystals to the rinse, or get one of his hats and rub it on yourself down there, and get one of your pubic hairs in the hat. You can get a pair of his pants and then take a sewing needle and sew one of your pubic hairs into the seam right over the crotch. Very sneaky. And it can be hard. It can be hard to get a hold of his pants, but I speak from experience when I say it works. At least it worked with my last boyfriend. No, in your situation, this could be infeasible, but something to keep in mind in case you never do have the opportunity. And Pretty Witch writes, this spell works and is very old. My grandmother told me when she was younger, she managed to get the menstruation blood in red foods, such as spaghetti, red velvet cake, any food with red in it, or a red drink. She had prepared for him so it wouldn't be, well, so it wouldn't be difficult. Not to sound gross, but she collected a blood clog from her maxi, had it in a napkin, and just tossed it into his food. LOL. She said it made him never cheat, and he became overprotective of her, so I know it works. They've been married 50 years. My sister did the same on her boyfriend for nine years, and he's so crazy over her that he seems to smother her. So yes, be sure that this is the guy you really want, because it is very powerful. And Spencey adds, finally, I have always seen what a woman can do to a man, such as using menstruation blood and food, to make him crazy in love with her. But what can a man do to have the same effect via food? And we all know, from the last show, that you have to go to the conference. <laughs> but we aren't going to go to the conference. <laughs> Although, that cookie is still in my mind covered in hot glue and not whatever. Um, so next thing, one of the other favorite things on the site is to read about vampires. Now, vampires, as we know, are retarded. <laughs> There's this lots of sites for them. One of the sites that I found is called sanguinarius.org for real vampires. And it's a very wonderful and old vampire community online, of which there are many. But this one uh, is very nice. It has a nice vampire community news section with lots of updates, vampire blogs, for kids who can't figure it out, little vampire stories. Uh, there's also information support, stuff for teen vampires, vampire guides, um, parent section for when your kid is a vampire. Um, there's also uh, some problems vampires have. And there's some good tips for awakening vampires, you can see here, um, there's a, if you're a sanguinarian, it's a blood vampire. Uh, never be at school. You cause trouble. <laughs> uh, uh, wear long sleeves, uh, stay in the shade, drink and eat fluids. It helps with the thirst. And then at the bottom, uh, just don't tell anyone you're a vampire. Go <laughs> inside vampires. Take, take energy from non-humans, but trees and power lines, if possible. Which is off. But so there's lots of great advice here in case you are a vampire and you have some, uh, you know, you need to deal with the fact that you can't get blood, but you want blood. Um, like this suggestion for blood substitutes. If you need, the need for blood can be so can be satisfied by other than collecting contact with a willing human donor. Try drinking red Gatorade mixed with a little bit of orange juice and beef broth and liquid multivitamins. Try it, it tastes almost like blood and it's very nutritious. <laughs> I don't understand why nobody is doing this all the time. And then uh, a cruel fate writes, a cursed fate writes, I have found a trick that actually really helps the craving for blood, but not altogether. At least it takes some of the pain out of it. High pulp orange juice. <laughs> it's, it's thick, 
filling, easy to get, and everyone's happy because you're drinking something normal and healthy. I figure it could probably help a lot of teens like me who have who live with their parents. So nothing like being a vampire and having to live with your parents. And then finally, um, this guy came up with a really great idea for helping his blood cravings, which is uh, Hershey's chocolate syrup. Helps with the cravings for blood subway. Can keep a can in the fridge and drink when you feel the need. It should help some, even though it really, there really is no good substitute for blood. Except for chocolate syrup. And your Gatorade. But if you want more vampire stuff, my last podcast was an hour of really stupid vampire stuff. So we'll move on to drug trip reports. Now, drug trip reports. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because everyone loves doing drugs. Now, the first question about the drug we're talking about is, the first more important question about deliriums is, why the fuck are you doing deliriums? <laughs> now, deliriums are drugs that are like a hallucinogen, except you also have real, not like most walls of breathing, the colors are pretty, but like you talk to yourself in the mirror because you don't recognize yourself, and you, you know, don't remember most of the night, and it doesn't sound like a good time. But I went to, um, Arabic, which is the greatest place on earth if you are a young person or an old person or you're going to try a drug that you don't know anything about, go there and read about it first because there's lots of people who have done the drug you think you're trying for the first time and they will tell you whether or not it's worth it. Um, so first we're going to read about, or the only thing we're going to read about the drug trips is Datura. Now Datura has some common names, it's Jimson weed, Devil's Apple, Thorn Apple, Stink weed, of course everyone wants to do some weed. Devil weed, and then uh, I thought this one was interesting because I just went to a restaurant that's called <laughs> um, but it's in deliriums, and it's basically the seeds or the, the uh, actual parts of the flower, the tura, and you, you just eat the seeds or you boil the flower. You have like an absurd hallucination trip. So this, the, the trip report we'll be reading tonight is called Arrested and Brought to the Hospital. <laughs> 225 seeds. <laughs> so, and it goes like this. It all started around 6 p.m. on Saturday. My brother and a few of his friends all took about the same amount. We then decided to walk around a minute. After 20 minutes, we all began to feel a buzz coming on. So we started home. After another 10 minutes, we really started tripping. My one friend was standing in some old lady's yard and watching her TV. She came out and called the police. We tried to get him to leave with us, but he wouldn't move. The cops got there and called him over to the car. He raised his hands and yelled. I think he was trying to scare them away. Both of them tackled him and proceeded to subdue him, resulting in him having many cuts and scars on his face. Me and my brother hauled ass out of there, but the other, but the other three just wandered off somewhere. Both of us were on our way home, tripping our nuts off, but my brother disappeared. It turns out he wasn't around me for a long time. The next thing I remember is being arrested and being <laughs> and brought to the hospital. The first thing they did when I got there was stick a damn tube in my fucking dick. <laughs> then they gave me an IV. They transferred me to a different hospital because I was under 18. On the way there, I remember I kept trying to sit up and play with my knife, which I didn't have. <laughs> when we arrived at about 4.30 a.m., they stuck me in a room and I got out of my bed and rode my IV pole down the hallway. When the nurse caught me, I said the dog made me do it, although I don't know why. <laughs> I talked to my IV pole for a while and blacked out. They, they found my brother laying in the road talking to the sidewalk. And the other one they met, and one of the other people they found in an alley with one shoe and a piss pants. <laughs> Don't do this drug. <laughs> Today's lesson is don't do this drug. And the final theme of this evening 
his gross sex <laughs> Otherwise known as Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> the following part of the evening is not mine safe. And so to start it off, we'll start with something slightly mine safe. From the Hungry Pokemon forums. <laughs> the Hungry Pokemon forums uh, are a forum for people who love Pokemon. They also love boar, which is a fetish that involves being eaten alive uh, or eating other things alive. The experience of traveling down and oh, you're so comfy in the gut that it's returned. Um, and especially because it's about Pokemon. So these people, they like Pokemon for real. They talk about Pokemon playing cards and everything, but there's an adult section where they talk about more deviant things involving Pokemon. And so to help me read this Pokemon part, I would like to invite up to the stage my friend, Dynamo. Improviser, and she's also an artist who did books like the, the Mad Men coffee table book and Mad Men Yourself yeah. apps, and as well as uh, Hipster Animals Tumblr, yep. which uh, you have news about that. Yeah, it's been the uh, adults went bought it to make it into a cartoon show. Right. <laughs> Generally having fun, hee hee. 
<laughs> become a peekaboo and jump around for joy. Then I go to a toy store and hide as a Pokemon toy. Then be sold, live my life as some kid's toy during the day, and at night, do what I need to stay alive. <laughs> then when a kid gets sold for toys, I go looking for the other. Wake up as a Pokemon, eh? I prefer to be Routes, it's written in dialect. That way, I'd be a Pokemon, have psychic powers, and still be able to use doors. Then I'd get busy trying to evolve into Gardevoir. Smexy, Smexy, Gardevoir. <laughs> I'd most likely be a mighty Yina. I'd probably see if I can lick my male parts and try to self-suck. Blushes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for stars, I think it would be incredibly entertaining to wake up as a Pokemon, Andrew, or otherwise, on any given morning, preferentially an Arcanine or Jolteon, since we're playing faves. Chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know he's really fat. <laughs> as for what to do, get a feel for my new shape, and then hit the town for a little while. The news reports will be priceless, I'm sure. I could throw the whole legal system into a snarl by merely existing. <laughs> In all honesty, I'd probably try to just find some way to turn back into myself. <laughs> somber note. Somber note. <laughs> I really like what the guy is like, if I was, you know, turn into a I, I really upset the legal system and not actually just be murdered by the police for being this creepy old creature that freaked out everybody. <laughs> I'm sure he does a wonderful fantasy life. And so the next thing we'll read is Rantalian. Now, Rantalian, if you know my podcast, is a forum, for, is a website for men who love low hanging <laughs> And not just like, these people actually work at it. So it's not just like, I naturally got a little balls. Um, and unfortunately, this site actually closed the public, but thankfully, archive.org has copies of it, so I'm able to go ahead and find the post later and keep it so I could copy this text because I found this story very funny. But um, uh, yeah, you'll be happy to know that the guy who runs the site started a new site called Abbasax. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll go on to this part. We'll, uh, we'll be reading a thread entitled from the, from the Board Index I Got Big Balls subforum. Keep in for falling in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to invite up Nate Starkey. Thank you, Nate. Thanks for inviting me to your sick little world. You're welcome. You're welcome. Don't look at the screen. You don't want to ruin it for yourself. <laughs> uh, Nate and I go back a long way. We've performed improv together for many years. He is an excellent teacher here at the school. And he's also a my life. <laughs> uh, so we'll begin. How many of you guys have to hold yourself up from keep from dipping when sitting? I have to hold both my cock and balls in order to keep them from taking a dip. I shouldn't even say it, but I just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is in no danger of hitting the water, but my balls always do. Yep, it's always a surprise. That icy cold water suddenly touching your balls. It would seem like the contact would make your balls shrink a bit, lifting them out of the water. Uh, lifting them out of the bowl, but that never seems to work for me. 
I don't like the feeling. So I usually have to hook a finger around the neck of my sack and lift them out. <laughs> I don't like the feeling also. Usually, uh, usually hold my balls when using an unknown toilet. <laughs> like somebody already mentioned, I lay them over the front of the toilet and let them hang that way over the front of the toilet seat and put my cock pointing down the right side of the ball sack stretch and then swoop forward so my cock is held in place against the toilet seat. <laughs> Another thing is to half flush the toilet by holding the toilet handle down slightly. When the water level is at the top of the escape hole, let go of the handle and the water level stays low. Of course, my ball still will touch his <laughs> on the front of the toilet bowl, so I have to scoop back, way back, so they don't touch the porcelain. Either method works. <laughs> Pretty well touched for the first one. I just let my low hangers hit the water, Dan. They are lower than my dick. Kind of like the feeling of them floating in the water. Then dry them off when I'm done. Hmm. You must be missing something. You dry them off when you are done? What were you doing? Somehow it doesn't sound at all sanitary to me. As I said earlier, I'm not sitting on a toilet just to piss. I tried the half flush, but the bowl then fills up faster than I can finish. So, half flush doesn't work for me. I think I'll stick with my right hand method. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, you can just flush the toilet and hope to get your business done fast enough for good. You can't just flush the toilet and hope to finish your business fast enough before the toilet refills. This works pretty well for me, although my balls will still lay down the porcelain at the front of the bowl. So if I use this method, I have to sit as far back on the seat as possible to avoid touching the bowl front. I guess they mostly lay my balls forward on the toilet seat and let them hang down in the front of the bowl. Just feels clear that way, like this. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> I didn't realize so much was involved in having such low hangers. I've always had them and just didn't think about it. As I said, I like this site because discussions are interesting, and suddenly one realizes, hey, yeah, I do that too. <laughs> An update. Do you remember this thread regarding keeping your balls from falling in the toilet? Our solutions were adequate, but didn't quite hang right with me. The best solution I had was holding them from hanging or hanging them down over the toilet seat. This presented a few problems. I came up with a cool, cool, fun to make, perfect way to solve these problems. I call it the ball boat. And he goes on to show first. He just, this is the sock is a, is not part of the ball boat. He just likes to keep them warm because it was a cold day. So he has a sock on his balls. Then he takes a half a Mountain Dew bottle, runs some string around it.
fetish community. And it's a very gross site, very inclusive, but um, I found a, a subform here. It's a huge site. There's a million fetishes on here. If you ever if you think you're weird, you're not. There's someone in here who likes you. You're still here, but. Uh, female shit eaters. <laughs> so female shit eaters, no more, there's no photos of people eating shit. Female shit eaters is a subform here, and there was a very poignant discussion on here entitled Real or Fantasy, in which Black for Total Whore asks, How many females in here are serious shit eaters? Or at least try I'm beginning to think most people in here are just in the fantasy aspects of it, but not into the reality part. And Gold Giver adds, I. I agree with you, Hunt, although there are sites like these I've yet uh, although there are sites like these, I've yet to meet or find or know someone who's seriously in this in 25 years. Until I experience someone eating mine, I won't believe anyone is really into it. And panties pooper ants. <laughs> I have tasted mine and eaten a little, so I'm not a serious eater. But once or twice I tried it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, but I have not had a great desire to do it. <laughs> about by refining will be the first challenge. Just, uh, just how to, do you find out? Walk up and ask them? Is there a site for dating special people? Perhaps a special group for this need? I doubt it exists or ever will. Finding tame people that, know, that do more than fill their pants presents a major issue. And she be 666 writes, I have been eating small amounts of my shit for about five years now, once or twice a month. I figured my girlfriend's ass a couple of times and secretly licked my finger clean. <laughs> Everything else is just a fantasy so far. And Paul from Chicago adds, female shitting looks incredibly odd, but I'm skeptical that many people do it. They really do it. For I know that human feces contain harmful bacteria. Total reality party pooper. Um, for anyone out here who claims to really eat shit, I'm quite curious. How do you avoid getting sick? This is a serious question. I truly want to know. And black for total orange. <laughs> I believe that eating fruit like oranges with citrus acid, they have helps defeat the bacteria. This is important. <laughs> uh, this person says we have hepatitis shots and only eat from healthy feeders. I never eat from men and I avoid eating which shit near my eyes and pussy, which is a good, a good baseline. <laughs> and then girl loves male feet ads. I had it done to me too. And I and believe me, I am more alive than I want to. <laughs> Finally, 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 we have a video vignette inspired by Fat Life. So we can drop the lights and bring up the sound. All right, guys. Well, I guess the reason that I wanted to call this meeting, you know, for all of us to get together and have a little bit of FaceTime is because I feel like, you know, I've been monitoring the boards and stuff, the yeah. chat boards, and I just feel like I nobody's... I just feel like nobody's really talking about eating feces in here. Yeah, that's really. I feel I am. I feel yeah, like we all no, are. Yeah, well, I mean, everybody like says that they're into eating feces and like playing with their poops and eating yeah. them and stuff like that. And, and yeah. you know, we're in an online yeah. feces eating community. Mm -hmm. um, but I just feel like nobody, you know, everybody says that they want to do it, but nobody actually wants to get into any details and specifics about you know what they're actually doing or anything like that. I feel like I even wonder if any of us is eating any kind of a poop. Because ah, I think we are from? all here because we love the idea of eating and playing with our duties. Yes, Am I right? So, yes. so, I mean, that's why I'm here. Yeah. I'm not here why for the food. Here? Uh, yeah. You hear me, Chad's out of town? Maybe. Yeah, but you're saying the idea of eating and playing well, yeah. with your duties. <laughs> Is anybody actually eating feces? That's um, my question. My, uh, my mom said when I was a baby, I ate them and uh, pulled them right out of my diaper, oh. right into my mouth. Boom. Nice. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, all right, when you were a kid, but what, I mean, anything in the last, like, 20 years or anything like that? No. Uh, I do remember really being into it. And it was pretty erotic. So erotic. As a child, you were so turned on by accidentally eating your feces, and you remember it that you st haven't done it since. I mean, really, Tim. Why Tim I don't understand why you're dick. getting so upset. I mean, we all loved the help. That scene in the yeah, help. Oh my, god. oh my god! Like, what if this was happening to us? That would be like, uh, ah, somebody turn up the AC. Because I haven't seen it, well, but she told me about it. Yeah, in detail. <laughs> I can watch it over and over again. Sounds great. Oh, so that's your fantasy that some maid is gonna poop into a pie and he'll just happen to eat it. Uh, it's not gonna happen, guys. It could happen. It could definitely happen. Yeah. James, it, it could, James, it could definitely not happen to you because you work at Uniqlo. You got a studio apartment, and you don't have no maid. And there's no way that a maid's pooping in a pie. You're eating it. I could do. You don't need a maid to make a shit pie. It's true. <laughs> right? No, you guys. Don't. What? You can make one on your own. Did you make a poop pie for yourself? Maybe. I didn't, but wow. I, it's possible to do. Look, I'm going to tell you something that maybe I should be talking more about on the forum, but sometimes I like to get like a really chunky, not all the way stirred up brownie batter going, uh, or some uh, a pudding, a really dark chocolate pudding, and in my mind I just imagine it's filthy poop, and it's uh, like, who would eat that? I'm like, me. I want to come yeah, yeah we should, you should. We should do that at the next party. We yeah. should have some of that. You guys, what person wouldn't eat that? It's not right? filthy, dirty poops that you made in your own pants. In our minds, it's like poop. It is. So it is. Anything brown. Perception's reality. Ooh, face. You know what, guys? It's time for us all to put up or shut up. I don't know what, what that means. What? And that's why I took the liberty of shitting on this plate. Oh! oh! Oh, who does that? What are you talking about? How does it end up like that? What do you mean? That's, that's... Yeah. Uh, I did that for us, guys! Well, yeah. you've ruined a plate, and maybe my life. Well, it's a designated plate. What are you talking about, guy? If you guys are freaked out, we can use different forks. We don't have to share yeah. a fork. No, no, it's not about the forks. I'm not eating your shit. I'm not eating my shit. God damn it. What is wrong You know with what? You? You're all cowards, and you're all... None of you belong in my forum. Get out of here. Get out of my apartment. What? Yeah, get out of my... Dude. Get out of the apartment that I rent from my mother. Get out of here. Jesus. Fine. I feel like a real idiot now for making these t-shirts. What? Huh? Oh my god, that's so cute! <laughs> hey, I made one too! Look at that! <laughs> I love it, yeah. that's awesome! Yeah, copyright. Oh, that's cool! That's I like how I it. feel. That's great! So you guys are gonna wear, we're all gonna wear these around later? Go out walking on the street? Yeah, uh, I would. I'd wear it. Uh, no, Under another shirt. A bit more around my house. Gonna fold it up and totally would. put it away. So I might wear it to bed. I like to have an undershirt. Get out of here. Get out of here, all of you guys. Everybody get out. Get out of here, damn it. Get out. Or take a bite. Oh, oh God, no. I'm You're being a real jerk. You know what? You're being a jerk and you're being a jerk. You're all fakers. You're all posers. I'm gonna take down I'm gonna take down the website. You know what I'm gonna put up in its place? A period eating website or a blood eating website or a cum eating website. Well, see me again because I'm into all of it. You like that. You are too? Yeah. James? Yeah. Come back in, guys. Jeez, man. Now you guys are all into that. Oh, yeah. the idea the of that idea is like... The idea of it? No, get out of here! God. Get out of here! We have to actually taste it, otherwise it doesn't count. Ugh, gross. Okay, but don't mention any other web. Period one's awful. No.
outside of Korea living in. Um, what does this one say? Uh, this one just says, thanks to people's improv theater, it's the worst. I'm so insane. <laughs> crazy. Thanks to my friends for putting up with me, always talking about the worst things on the internet. Thanks to my family for also having to hear me talk about the worst things on the internet. Thanks for coming, and uh, we'll see you on the internet. Thanks again, guys.